Welcome to Hakol Radio's Top 3 segment, where we discuss the top three news stories of the day. Hakol Radio, powered by the Muncie Mavasser and broadcasting live from Schlerko Studios in Muncie, New York. Number 1 During a raid at Al-Shifa Hospital in Gaza City, Israeli soldiers claim to have uncovered what they describe as, quote, military equipment used by Hamas. The operation began in the early hours of Wednesday, November 15th, with Israeli forces asserting that the hospital is the site of an underground command and control center for Hamas. The IDF spokesperson Rear Admiral Daniel Hagari mentioned that the ongoing military operation at the hospital is complex and will take time. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, in a meeting with the U.S. delegation in Tel Aviv, emphasized the IDF's determination to, quote, free Shifa Hospital from the control of the Hamas terror group, asserting Israel's commitment to rooting out Hamas from every corner of Gaza. National Security Council spokesperson John Kirby stated that the U.S. did not approve the specific operation around Al-Shifa Hospital, emphasizing that these are Israeli military operations executed according to their established procedures, without direct U.S. involvement. President Joe Biden accused Hamas of committing a, quote, war crime by allegedly operating a command node under the Al-Shifa Hospital in Gaza. The claim is supported by both the United States and Israel. Biden mentioned discussing this, this situation at Gaza's largest hospital during his meeting with China's leader, Xi Jinping, on Wednesday, November 15th. In a press conference, he asserted, quote, you have a circumstance where the first war crime is being committed by Hamas by having their headquarters, their military, hidden under a hospital. And that's a fact. That's what's happened. Intense fighting continues in northern Gaza with Israeli forces striking areas near Beit Lachia and Jabalia. CNN reports witnessing large explosions, flares, and tracer fire in that region. A resolution in urging a series of humanitarian pauses in Gaza has been adopted by the United Nations Security Council. The decision received support from 12 states during the session on Wednesday. Notably, the United States, Russia, and the United Kingdom abstained from voting. Israeli opposition leader Yair Lapid called for Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu's resignation, citing a loss of public trust. This marks the first time Lapid, or any politician in Israel, has urged Netanyahu to step down since, since the Hamas attack on Israel on October 7th, which unified the country. While Lapid expressed the view that it is not the right time for elections, he suggested that Netanyahu's Likud party should replace him with a party colleague instead. Meanwhile, FBI Director Christopher Wray informed the House Committee on Homeland Security that the FBI has initiated numerous investigations into Hamas. The focus is on preventing potential attacks and disrupting financial support for the militant terrorist group. During his testimony on worldwide threats to the United States, Ray stated, quote, We also have a significant number of tips and leads related specifically to Hamas and radicalization and recruitment. We are actively pursuing each tip and lead with urgency. Number 2 Government data reveals a growing number of migrants arrested at the southern U.S. border in the past year are on the country's terrorist watch list. From October of the previous year to September of the current year, 169 individuals matching names on the watch list were apprehended, compared to 98 in the preceding fiscal year and 15 in 2021. Despite this increase, it constitutes a small fraction of the overall migrant apprehensions, which exceeded 2 million over the past year. The rise is attributed to a surge in illegal crossings and a broader diversity of countries of origin among arriving migrants. 
Republicans, including, including Representative Mark E. Green of Tennessee, criticized President Biden's border, border policies, emphasizing the potential security risks for Americans. Green highlighted the, the arrests during a House committee hearing on global threats to the United States, questioning the sudden increase in attempts by individuals who, during the previous administration, had a much lower incidence of crossing attempts. While acknowledging the concern associated with encounters involving individuals on the watch list, FBI Director Christopher Wray and Homeland Security Department intelligence and analysts suggested that the uptick did not signify an increased terrorism threat. The Biden administration has faced challenges with historic highs in illegal border crossings, with migrants originating from an expanding list of countries. Data from Syracuse University indicates people from at least 230 countries have been arrested at the southern border in the past year and are undergoing deportation proceedings in immigration court. Number three. New Hampshire's 2024 presidential primaries have been officially scheduled for January 23rd of 2024, as announced by Secretary of State David Scanlon. This confirmation solidifies the Republican nominating calendar and places the state at odds with the preferred voting order of Democrats. Speaking at the State House in Concord alongside both Republican and Democratic state party chairs, Scanlon emphasized New Hampshire's historical precedence in holding the first in the nation presidential primary for over a century, vowing to vigorously defend it. According to the GOP calendar, the widely anticipated date of January 23rd falls just over a week after Iowa's caucuses on January 15th. This timeline allows New Hampshire to benefit from the post-Iowa campaigning surge and positions the primary more than a week before South Carolina's primary on February 3rd in adherence to New Hampshire law. While President Joe Biden and leading Democrats aim to have South Carolina a more diverse state crucial to Biden's 2020 nomination as the first state in their 2024 calendar, New Hampshire was slated to vote second on a sheer date with Nevada. However, Scanlon and other Republicans controlling the state government consistently rejected bending to Democrats' preferences. Scanlon criticized the attempt to rearrange the nominating calendar, asserting that the real issue was not diversity, but rather determining whether party elites or voters have the authority to choose the nominee. President Biden opted not to place his name on the New Hampshire primary ballot, anticipating an unsanctioned Democratic contest in the state. In a letter to state Democratic Party Chair Ray Buckley, Biden's campaign manager, Julie Chavez Rodriguez, expressed the president's desire to participate in the primary, but cited obligation to follow the DNC calendar he set in motion. Biden's allies in the state are currently running a write-in campaign on his behalf. To be clear though, Democrats were also upset with Biden's insistence on sidestepping their state, not only Republican. Thanks for tuning in to the Top 3 segment live on Hako Radio, and have a great day.